Yo, this is Doc's Cost, episode number 11. Yo, Lev, it's not craps, but we're going to talk about how insurance is priced, looking at all the different components. Stick around at the end, and I'll tell you how to get the infographic that's going to show you each and every piece of what makes up the cost of the insurance when you look at all the different components from an underwriter standpoint. And yes, I'm a little chipper because I got out of Chicago the other day and I'm in 85 degrees and sunny and it's going to be 8 to 13 inches of snow up there. So good thing I'm not there. In this- Mission is simple, to get you 100% covered. I'm Scott Dowling. I've got over three decades of insurance knowledge and experience to share with you. I don't work for the insurance company and am beholden to no one. I'm here to make healthcare transparent for all of us. There's an affordable insurance plan out there someplace, and I promise to help you find it. Doc's Cost starts now. Hey, hey, let's get this thing started. It's a great day outside, sunny southwest Florida, like I said. Uh, Sorry for all you folks up in the uh, upper Midwest and East Coast and even down to Texas. I know the weather's been lousy, but uh, it's going to end soon. Or come to southwest Florida. Um, We're going to continue on with the how health insurance is priced theme, and we're going to look at all the different components that go into the pricing. And when I talk about a dollar of insurance, and sometimes I've said that in the past, out of a dollar of insurance, you have this much and this much and this much. That's really take a dollar, meaning 100%. So you can have a certain percentage that is one piece, a certain percentage that's another piece. It's all going to add up to 100%. So it doesn't matter if it's a dollar, a thousand dollars, a million dollars, you can work off of that as far as the percentage goes. So you can figure out where you're at. But we're going to talk about it in terms of a dollar. So in the different pieces that you have, um, a lot of it has to do with the expenses incurred from claims. That's the doctors, hospitals, pharma. And while I say health care is not health insurance, that is absolutely true. But they do have a relationship. And when you look at the components that are involved in the dollar of insurance, you're going to get paid claims. You're going to get something called IBNR, and we'll go into that. You're going to get a piece that is taxes to the state. You're going to get a piece that is marketing expense, distribution expense. And while the Obamacare um, plans say that they don't have, everything goes into benefit and to pay the claims, there's still distribution costs. There's always distribution costs. And then there's overhead. That's, you know, you got to turn the lights on. You got to have somebody answer the phones. You got to have, you got to pay their employee benefits for the people that answer the phones. So you have all of that. And then uh, you do have profit. If there's no profit involved, nobody's going to provide it. I don't care if it's not-for-profit or for-profit. There is some profit. In a not-for-profit, they're just reinvesting that money back in. And if it is for-profit, they're reinvesting the money back in the community. And we'll take a look at that, too. 
Okay, so in the aggregate, we have a number of different components. You can write them down if you want. I got that infographic coming up for you if you want at the end. You can go to docscost.com, grab it there. Um, go to the show notes, you can grab it there. Uh, but uh, the components are paid claims, reserves, or IBNR. Uh, IBNR is incurred but not reported. I'll go through that in a second. Reserves, state taxes. Every state collects tax on the insurance premium you pay. Uh, marketing. Marketing is basically distribution. Um, there's, you know, you see ads on TV, you see, you know, you know, the names of the big insurance companies, um, you know, the name of the networks, there's marketing out there, the agents that sell it, um, it's gotta be sold. Your, your company or you yourself are buying the insurance from somebody, whether it be online over the phone or some in-person contact, that's distribution cost. Then you've got overhead. And overhead goes to everything that uh, an administrator or an insurance company uh, provide, just like when you go to work, uh, same thing. Every company's got overhead. And then finally, profit. Profit's the last component. So when I give you these pieces, these components of cost, everything's going to add up to a dollar. It's going to add up to 100%. These numbers are going to fluctuate, and they fluctuate by group. They fluctuate by year. Um, but in general, these are pretty steady, and it's what you can expect, and it's what underwriters expect, and it's what the actuaries expect. It's what your company expects when they look at the benefits year after year. So paid claims, that's the first one. Paid claims is the actual dollar amount spent over a one-year period, and it's usually a calendar year. It's the actual money spent to pay hospitals, doctors, pharma. It's the actual claims paid on your behalf and, and your fellow employees or the other members of the group, the other members that are in the pool. Those are the dollars that are paid to the providers. That's paid claims. Next, we have reserves. And reserves are monies that are set aside to pay claims that have been incurred but have not yet been reported. That's where IBNR comes in, incurred but not reported. It could be that a claim was, uh, was incurred. You went to the doctor on, say, September 1st. And for whatever reason, whether it was a delay in processing on the doctor's part or whether it was uh, held up because of some eligibility issues. They didn't know if you were a new employee or whatever other issue. And all of a sudden it's past January 1st. Now it's like January 31st of the following year. The claim was incurred in September, but it didn't get reported until January 31st for payment. So the money has to come out of the pool of premium that was from the prior year. They can't take the following year's money out. So if it was 2021 when it was reported, but it was incurred in 2020, the payment has to come out of the premium that was collected in 2020. And there's state laws behind that. It's a regulatory issue. It has to do with insurer solvency, 
requirements and insurance is highly regulated by the states. It's not regulated by the feds, it's regulated by the states. And if they don't have the money to pay those claims, that's when insurance companies go out of business, that's when they go insolvent, insolvent, and that's when they have issues. So they are required to hold reserves, and those reserves are held back. So it's incurred but not reported. And that accounts for about 24 cents. And paid claims is about 60 cents. Reserves is about 24 cents on every dollar. Okay? And those are charges that are paid to the doctor, the hospital, and the pharmacy. But they're incurred and not reported. So they're separate from paid claims. So right there, you've got 84 cents out of a dollar that are paying providers, hospital, doctors, pharma. Okay? Then we go on to state taxes. State taxes are about two and a half cents out of every dollar. Two and a half cents are paid to the state out of the premium that you pay to the insurance company or that is paid to the administrator on behalf of the insurance company. Next, we've got marketing expense. That's about two and a half cents. That is the distribution channel. That is the uh, the advertising the public relations. I mean, you see United Healthcare's name everywhere. You see Cigna's name everywhere. You see Aetna and CBS. Uh, you see Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Uh, everybody knows it's all because of the marketing and it's all because of the campaigns. It creates awareness for the campaigns. Then you've got the agents that are out selling the policy to individual buyers or they're selling them to the uh, HR and CFO of the company, the CEO of the company, small businesses. You've got to have people out distributing the product, and that's how it gets out there. You could buy it online, but you still need the website, and you still need the, you know, the creative behind it and everything else. So there's two and a half cents for marketing. Then you've got overhead. You've got to have people that are answering the phones when the customers call in. You have to have people that are paying the claims and processing the checks and processing the payments. Um, you've got to have people answering the phones when there's questions on that. Um, there's the the paper that the stuff's printed on, the websites and the coding that goes behind the websites so that people can do all of their uh, claim processing, claim submission online. Um, you've got the lights that have to be turned on, and you've got to pay everyone that's doing all of these things. These are normal business expenses, just like every other business incurs, including the one you work for. And finally, there's profit. Now, according to the National Association of Insurance Commissioners, who regulate each and every insurance company through the state insurance commissioner's offices, in the U.S. health and insurance industry, three cents was the profit. That was a 2018 uh, study from the NAIC. Three cents. Three cents is not a great deal of profit compared to a lot of other industries, compared to a lot of private businesses. So we'll scrutinize profit in an upcoming episode because we're going to look at all the components and all the profit from the components. We'll look at the uh, insurance companies profits. We'll look at the other businesses that insurance companies have um, moved into that are interrelated. We're going to look at what self-funding means um, as far as profits go and what the administrators do and what your 
group insurance might look like if your company is self-funded and the majority of large companies, and those are companies with over a thousand employees, um, they're typically self-funded. So, and there's not any profit involved in self-funding because it's your own money, not the insurance companies. Uh, we'll look at all of that. So to recap, the way insurance is priced, the components that are included are paid claims, reserves, or incurred but not reported, state taxes, marketing, overhead, and profit. Like I said, we'll have all of this up on the website, docscost.com. You can go to the show notes and grab it there, but we'll have the infographic for you. Follow us on Twitter at DocsCost, D-O-X-C-O-S-T. I hope you gained some knowledge, more knowledge, about how insurance is priced, what the components are. And we're going to be getting further into where your money goes, how you're spending it, where the premium is at, why the premium's priced the way it is. And once you get all of these components, these pieces together in terms of how actuaries look at group versus individual coverage, what the components are that make up the pricing, once we put all of this stuff together block by block, you're going to gain a much better insight into why your premium is priced the way it is and what you can do to take total control, get 100% covered, reduce the money that you spend on your insurance premium and uh, hopefully be much better off. I appreciate the time you've afforded me as always. And remember, health insurance is not healthcare. Docs Cost is where you'll gain the knowledge, experience, education, and information to become an astute consumer of healthcare and take total control of your health insurance. Lower your cost, take total control. Now here's my pal Morgan Fingleton. So long, everybody. In this- Different tracks, loving and separate.